Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, the danger on the trail ahead. It was midnight, and a driving wind blew heavy gusts of rain against the window panes of the warden's office at Territorial Prison. Inside the sparsely furnished room, a man paced the floor nervously. He was a man like other men, for within the last few minutes, he'd ceased to be a number and regained his rightful name. The transformation had taken place when the warden had called him to his office and spoken quietly. Well, Tommy, it's one minute past twelve. It's the day we've both been waiting for. You're a free man. Yeah, I guess so. You figure it that way? Your personal things are in this parcel. Made arrangements for a saddle horse. It's waiting for you in the stable. Thanks, warden. I'm sorry you didn't get a better break on the weather. Kind of a bad night. I'm not complaining. Well, warden, guess I'll be moving along. Oh, uh, there's one more thing. The padre wants to see you before you leave. Padre Pat? What does he want to see me for? It's his custom to talk to all prisoners for their released. I've sent for him. You can wait here. Now, listen, Warden. There ain't no sense in me listening to a pep talker. It's one request from the Padre that I never refuse. He'll be here in a moment. You won't have to wait long. Well, 
Goodbye, Tommy. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks, Warden. Thanks. And now he was waiting here in the warden's office for the prison chaplain. Father Patrick was a pleasant, round-faced Irishman who was devoting his life to bring what cheer and comfort he could to the men of territorial prison. And to them, he was not known as Father Patrick, but as Padre Pat. Tommy liked and respected the Padre, but he hated confidential talks. Suddenly, he heard approaching footsteps and the door opened. Hello, Tommy. Sorry I kept you waiting. That's all right, Padre. After hanging around this place for five years, a few minutes more won't make any difference. I wanted to see you, Tommy. Yeah? I like to see all my friends before they leave. Of course, I can't say I hate to see you go. That wouldn't be true. <laughs> I'm glad you're leaving, son. Just as glad as you are. Yes, I'm no different from any of the rest to get out of here. Yes, you are, Tommy. You're different because you're young enough to forget the bitterness these five years abroad. Now, don't start to preach, Padre. Have I ever preached to you? No. Come to think of it, I guess you haven't. But I do have one particular thing to say, Tommy. What is it? I'd like you to make me a promise. I don't like the way you say that, Padre. It isn't difficult. Just promise that when you leave here tonight, you go back home to Texas. To that girl you left five years ago. How do you know about her? I know many things, Tommy. And I understand. No. I've got a few chores to do in this territory before I head for home. I'll bring bitterness and revenge. will never bring you peace. No, you're all alike. You preach a lot of stuff about forgive your enemies the and... The truth is on your side, Tommy. Why not let it do your fighting? Truth is stronger than bullets. Yeah? Did you ever hear of a sneaking sidewinder getting what he deserved by stopping a slug of truth? The only way to kill snakes is with lead. Not always. Will you promise me you'll get back to Texas? To Laura? I can't make no promise like that, Padre. And there's no use in lying about it. I've got something to do that you wouldn't understand. I think I would. No, you just keep on talking about truth being stronger than bullets. When you don't now, know... Now, wait a minute, Tommy. You came here charged with the murder. Whether you were guilty or not is no concern of mine. Yeah. I heard about how you and your father were robbed while driving your trail herd up here from Texas. Two outlaws murdered your father. And I know you set out to kill them. You got one... A man named Pete Barrett. Then the law caught up with you. How'd you know? And because you were only 17, you escaped the death penalty and came here instead. If you know all that, you must know I'm going out of here gunning for that snake, Barrett. He's a brother of Pete. And I hear there's another brother, too. And you think two more deaths will even the score? Reckon they will, according to my way of figuring. They will also bring you back here. I'd hate to see that, Tommy. No. I appreciate your interest in me, Padre Pat, but what's got to be, it's got to be. You don't know how I feel about this thing. Yes, I do. You suffered two great losses. Your father and five years of your life. But what you're planning will only cause more harm. It won't help. Yes, maybe you've never lost anyone who was real close to you. Like Pa was to me. Yes, I have, Tommy. Who? A sister. I originally came out west to search for her. She ran away from home. I heard she married out here, but I've never found her. That's different. No, it isn't. I lost something very dear to me. 
But a greater wisdom than mine guided me here. I've, I've found peace and the opportunity to help other men. You'll find the same thing if you'll forget revenge. And let truth be stronger than bullets. Is that it? That's it, Tommy. Sorry, Padre Pat. Can't agree with you. Does that make you mad? Not mad, son. Just disappointed. But I know the day will come when you will agree with me. Maybe. I'm sure that somewhere, some way, you'll be convinced. Storm's letting up. I'd better be moving along. Bye, Padre Pat. Thanks for everything you've done. And I'm sorry I can't make that promise. So am I, Tommy. You may keep it in spite of yourself. I don't think so. So long. God bless you, my son. following afternoon, Dan Reed, returning to the Lone Ranger's camp from the nearby town of Mesa, guiding his coal along a sandy trail that skirted Rimrock Basin. Oh, oh, Victor, oh, boy, oh, there. Hey, wait a minute, Victor. Looks like a little kid sitting over there on that table rock. What would a kid be doing way out here? He's crying. You wait here, Victor. Hello there. Hello. Oh, say, it's a good-looking dog you got. What's his name? Buck. Oh, Buck, eh? Say, aren't you and Buck pretty far from home? Not very. We live down the canyon just over the rim. Leastways, we did live there. What do you mean, you did live there? Uncle Roof says Buck is a no-good hound dog. He beat him, so he left. Oh, so Uncle Roof doesn't like dogs. What's your name, Shorty? Tookie. What's yours? Dan Reed. Say, who lives at your house besides Uncle Roof? Just Cal. That's Uncle Roof's brother. And where are you and Buck going now that you've left home? I figured maybe we'd walk to Mesa. But I ain't got no shoes and I stepped on a cactus planet. And hurt your foot. <laughs> Hold still, Tookie. I'll get that splinter off for you. Oh, don't worry, Buck. I'm not hurting him. There. Now, doesn't that feel better? Gee, yeah. Now... You know what I'd do if I were you, Tookie? What? Well, this is a pretty hot day for you and Buck to walk clear to Mesa, so... Hey, what's the matter with him? Nothing. He always does that when he wants his back scratched. How's that, Buck? <laughs> Can he scratch his own back? Not way up here. His legs ain't long enough. Oh, I see. Well, Tookie, as I was saying, it's a pretty hot day for you and Buck to walk clear to Mesa, so why don't you go back home this afternoon? I can't do that. Uncle Roof said if Buck wasn't off the place by sundown, he'd fill him full of lead. Oh, gee, you can't stay here. My foot feels better now with the splinter out. Well, just keep walking and... No, I, I've got a better idea. What? Maybe if someone else besides you talked to your Uncle Roof, he, well, he might feel different about having Buck around the house. I don't think so. Uncle Roof and Cal drink a lot of whiskey. That's when they don't like Buck nor me either. Well, it's worth trying anyway. You mean you talked to Uncle Roof? Well, no, I... I was thinking about somebody else, a friend of mine. He understands things like that. Maybe he can convince your uncle. Where is he? Well, he wouldn't be able to ride back here tonight. Oh, I know what to do. Have you got a barn at your house? Sure. Well, you go back home now and hide Buck in the barn. That way your uncle won't see him till after my friends talk to him. It won't do no good. Uncle Roof would just say That's that... That's better than you and Buck walking across the desert. 
Go home now and try it, will you? I... I guess so. Yeah, sure, that's the idea. I'll bring my friend to your house tonight. Will you really come? Sure, we will. Say, where is your house from here? About two miles over the rim. Oh, don't worry about a thing. We'll fix it some way. Here, Victor. Oh, oh. What'll I say if they ask me where Buck oh. is? Oh, tell him he's hiding out someplace. That'll be the truth. Is he going? <clears throat> will you do that, Tookie? Sure, if you'll come back. We'll be there tonight. I promise we will. So long, Tookie. Goodbye. Come on, Victor. Oh, oh, oh. Uncle, it's a good idea, to... Dan. I'll do it. Oh, gee, that's well. I was afraid that Toki and his dog were, were not very important. Anything's important, Dan, if it helps someone, no matter who they are. I'm glad you offered to help, Toki. We'll do everything we can. Oh, gee. Hello. Uh-huh. Isn't there a short trail into Rimrock Basin? Ah, uh, trail come from south. We pick it up about three miles from here. Good. We'll ride over there as soon as we finish supper. Shortly after sundown, a lone horseman approached Rimrock Basin from the east. He pulled up sharply and dismounted. This is it. Check down there at the bottom must be the Barrett place. Guess they're home all right. There's a light burning. Well, you Barrett skunks, you may not know it, but just as soon as I climb down this slope, you're going to get something that's five years overdue. Brett. What you want, Uncle Luke? You get rid of that mangy, flea-bitten critter like I told you? You mean Buck? You know what I mean, you little maverick. I guess he must be hiding out someplace. Well, he better be. Hey, Roof. Yeah? Them horses out in the corral. We got a lot of different brands there. Might be a good idea to move them on up the canyon. The sheriff or some of them ranchers the other side of Mesa come out here. Hey, stop worrying, Cal. Nobody knows nothing about... Hey, ain't that the brat's car? Buck! I thought I told you to get rid of that hound. Now I'll do it. What the... Duck, we're being bushwhacked. Who is it, Ruth? Lawman? I don't think so. There's a critter riding down the south slope. He's masked, riding a white horse. Who can that be? Owl hoots like as not. Trying to move in on our horses. Well, hand me that gun. And you use the rifle. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. Taken by surprise and caught in the crossfire of blazing guns, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan healed their mounts and raced for cover. Over there. Head for that ravine. What's all the shooting for? I don't know, Dan. We seem to have run into a gunfight. Who are those men in the house shooting at? I, I can't see anyone. Listen, man walked from east with two guns. That's right, Kimosabe. See, he's getting closer to the house all the time. Gee, I wonder where Toki is. What are Steady, all big fella. Come on, we leave the horses here and sneak up back at the corral. Until we find out what this is all about. Who is it, Ruth? It's Anglin, kid. Tell me, Anglin. Cut him down. Where's the mask critter? I don't know. Might be swinging in from the bank. There goes the lamp. Uh, this shack will burn like matchwood. Come on, let's head for the corral. Grab some horses and hightail it. Shut up, you snibbling little brat before... Come on, Ruth. I can't nail that Anglin, kid. There's one thing I'll do before we get out of here. Buck. Oh, Buck. <laughs> Miss... They've got gun on me. Kid. Hey, kid, watch out for that burning wall. It's time to fall this way. He shot Buck. He shot Buck and killed him. Who's Buck? My dog. He's... Watch out for that wall. It's going to... Come here. We just got out from under that in time. What's that you're holding? Buck. You mean... Oh, no. Dead, eh? Uncle Ruth shot him. Uncle... Listen, kid. Those two varmints had just fogged out of here. They were Ruth and Cal Barrett, weren't they? Yes. Relatives of yours? Uncles. Hmm. You don't look like you're related to skunks. I guess that ain't your fault. Are you trying to kill them? Kid, that's only half of it. I'm going to keep on trying till both of them murder and sidewinders eat lead. You know where they're headed for? There's another crowd up the canyon where they keep horses after they steal them. Horse saves too, eh? That don't surprise me. I'm going to take out after him. Want to come with me? Show me that corral? I I guess so. Left my own horse up on the rim. We'll have to use a couple of yours. They're not mine. Yours are stolen like all the rest. We'll borrow two of them. Come on. Wait. What's the matter? You changed your mind about helping me trail them yellow-livered uncles of yours, have you? No, it's not that. It's... Well, I guess I won't be coming back here anymore. What do you care? I can't leave Buck here just laying on the ground like this. The coyotes will get him. Well... I met a boy this afternoon. He was going to come over here tonight, but it's too late now anyway. Come on, kid. We've got to get a move on. Guess you don't understand, mister. Buck was the only real friend I had since Ma died. All right. You have to bury that dog before we go. Let's hurry it up. Wait, I'll get a shovel. Why did I have to run up against a loco deal like this? I'd better keep the kid with me. He can help me trail the barrets. Here, I've got a shovel. Guess as good a place as any for a grave. What's your name, kid? Tookie. Last name, Barrett? Yes, sir. How long have you been living with Ruth and Cal? Ever since Ma died. How come you... Here, give me that shovel. I can do it faster. Gee, thanks, mister. How come you... I mean, where's your pa? He dead, too? About five years ago. An outlaw shot him. Outlaw, eh? I don't know, really. Guess Pa wasn't much better than Uncle Ruth or Cal. 
All of them rustle cattle, store horses. Used to make Ma cry a lot. She'd say, Pete, please, won't Wait you... Wait a minute. Is your pa's name Pete Barrett? Yes, sir. What's the matter? I, uh, nothing. All right. Graves dug. Pump the mud in there and let's get going. No, not like that. Wait. What you doing? Scratching the mud after he's dead? It's a special place here on his back. I've always scratched it for him. There. Now. So long, Buck. Do you want to shovel the dirt back in? Do you think maybe we ought to... Do you know any prayers, mister? No. Guess I don't. Do you? Only one. I don't know whether... I'll try to remember it. Go ahead. Yes, I ain't supposed to use this prayer for a dog, but maybe it'll be all right because Buck was a special kind of dog. Sure, kid. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth. Richard stayed here with us a little while longer, Tano. It would have proved what he guessed. Ah, uh, Lone Ranger, plenty smart, Dan. Him know other men crook. That's why him trailing. Come, we go now and tell boy. Sure. Come on, kid. Got saddles on a couple of these critters. Sure, uh. Chucky! Chucky! What the? Wait, I think this is. Yes, it's Dan Reed, and there's an engine with him. Come on, we've got to move if we're going to get Chucky, after. Chucky, wait! You got here too late. My uncle's gone, and. Buck is dead. Yeah, I know. My friends and I, we saw what happened. You saw? Who is this kid, Tookie? I'm Dan Reed. This is Tano. How? If you're going to ride after the men you had that gunfight with, you'll catch them quicker by just waiting here. Yeah? Who says so? They'll think the man who's chasing them is you. This is a dead-end canyon. There's no other way out. So they'll have to ride back this way. That's right. And Tano's going to ride into Mesa and bring the sheriff. Ah, me call now. Here, Scout. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on here? We were waiting back at the corral here. All of these horses have different brands, so they must be stolen. They are. Well, Tano, ride fast to Mesa and bring sheriff. Get him up, Scout. Say, you're pretty young to take over a deal like this, ain't you, kid? We're not taking over. We're just helping the law. Yeah? Who's we? My friend, Tonto, and I. And who's your friend? The man who's heading those horse thieves back this way. I don't know whether I cottoned to the idea of somebody butting in on my private business. I set out to kill them Barrett hombres, and that's what I aim to do. Who are they, Tookie? My Uncle Roof, my Uncle Cal. Murdering sidewinders. They shot down my paw in cold blood and stole every steer we owned. When did that happen? Today? Five years ago. With evidence like that and the proof of these stolen horses, the law won't have any trouble convicting them. I'm not waiting for the law. I'll do my own convicting with bullets. When you're dealing with crooks, the truth is stronger than bullets. What's that? What did you say? Oh, I just said that 
The truth is stronger than bullets. Who told you that? Where'd you learn those words? A friend of mine. The man I told you about. I've heard him say it many times. Hmm. The same thing Padre Pat told me. It's funny. Dan, I'd sure like to meet this friend of yours. Well, maybe you will. If we all work together and catch those crooks and turn them over to the law. Yeah. I see what you mean. Here comes somebody from Mason. It's Tano, with a sheriff and a posse. I wonder how we got back so soon. Oh, 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 boy. oh, 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 boy. What's going on here? Redskin says Look you had... Look at that corral, Sheriff. Horses from every ranch in the valley. Bar C, Lazy Y, Diamond T. Yeah? Looks like we've struck the hideout of a gang of horse thieves, all right. Worse than that. They're killers. Who are you talking about? Ruth Barrett and his brother Cal. Uh, Barrett brothers, huh? We were riding out this way when we met this redskin. He told me they lined out of here. Which way'd they go? They'll be back in just a few minutes. That's why we sent for you. Yeah, coming back here? How do you know? I think the kid's right, Sheriff. He's been right about some other things. Well, hey, I listen. Don't... Here they come. If your men take cover, they'll be able Good to... Good idea. Get... Scatter out, boys. Block the trail, but keep under cover. Right. You kids stay down there next to the barn. Yes, sir. Hell, look. There's the Anglican kid over in the crowd. Are they famous, Taylor? Selfie. Pull up them horses before I kill both of you. Hey, what are you trying Reach. to do? All right, boys, close in on these varmints. Now tie them up. They're going to answer for murder and horse stealing. They don't exactly know who you gents are, but when you help the law corral these hombres, you got yourselves a nice piece of money, too. What do you mean? Reward. Stockman's Association is offering $5,000 for them when they're caught and convicted. Come, Dan. We go now. Sure. So long, Tookie. Wait, Dan. Who are they? I don't know, Sheriff. I wish I did know. Well, wait a minute. Ought to be sure the boys have got those prisoners nailed down tight. Well, Tookie, that fire sort of burnt you out of a home, didn't it? Yeah. Where are you going to light now? Got any other folks you can live with? None that I know of. Ma had a brother out here in the West someplace. He's a preacher in a prison, I think. Preacher? Prison? Yeah. Ma never wrote to him because she was ashamed about Pa being a rustler and all that, but... Tookie, do you know his first name? This preacher who's your mother's brother? I... I think it's Patrick. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Father Patrick or something like that. Tookie, the truth is stronger than bullets. Padre Pat was right. What? Nothing. How'd you like to go to Texas and live with me? Gee, that'd be swell. Do you really mean it? Sure I do. The boys and me are riding into Mesa with these Barrett varmints. You coming with us? No. No, I don't think we are, Sheriff. We're heading for Texas. Texas? And how about the reward money? Want me to send it to you down there? No, Sheriff. Send that money to Father Patrick at the territorial prison. He'll know how to spend it where it'll do the most good. Tookie and I will get along all right. Uh, Father Patrick, territorial prison... Yeah, all right. Anything you say. Come on, boys. Let's ride. Are we going to leave now? Sure. As soon as we walk up on the rim and lasso my horse. Come on, Tookie. I'd sure like to see Dan Reed and Tano again sometime. So would I. More than that, I'd like to meet that fella Dan kept talking about. Wonder who he is. I don't know. But I'll lay eight to five. He must be as smart as Padre Pat.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.